with Big Mike and the boys. I'm Big Mike, and here are some boys. Tony and Liam, how's it going? How are you? Correct, Mike. Are you staying safe? Yeah. <laughs> Super safe. I'm really scared. So, obviously, for anyone who's just tuned in and hasn't bothered to, to read the title of the episode, <laughs> this is a bit different than normal. This is a, a free bonus episode. <laughs> yeah, free and bonus. Bonus episode, we call that. <laughs> We're going to try something new. So we did a question about the purge in one of our earlier episodes, whether you'd rather live in the world of the purge or the world of Game of Thrones. And it got me thinking that there's not enough podcasts talking about the purge. I can't find any. <laughs> so I thought I'd abuse my power as the host of They're this all show. Killed off, Mike. And <laughs> yeah. And so here we are. We're doing a, a purge podcast, quite cleverly named the purge cast. So what do you guys think of the concept of the purge? What do you mean concept? So I'll explain for anyone anyone who doesn't it's know. A, it's a thing, no? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like Christmas, Myers. <laughs> Jeez. Lock it all up so Santa can't get it. <laughs> so, so the purge is in this um, not too distant future at all in America. There's 12 hours every year from 7 p.m. to 7 a.m. where any any like crime is legal so ba- mostly what we see is murdering to be fair like breaking into people's houses and killing them and it's just it's such an interesting concept uh what did you guys think of it when you first heard of it did you see this film when it first came out yeah i did actually yeah yeah i didn't because i don't know i think i was i hated acting scary at the time i didn't realize it wasn't so scary like i thought it was kind of a real horror you know but it's not at all yeah, it was the same for me when it came out. I remember seeing it, um, seeing the posters up on the side of a telephone box. Fuck <laughs> that! Because okay. I, I used to, I used to think I hated horror movies, but it turned out I think I just hate jump scares. Yeah, I hate jump scares. I feel the exact same way. Couldn't, couldn't. Feel and a good horror like movie isn't just all jump scares. Like, kind of paranormal activity would be one that would be all jump scares, and Blair Witch maybe. Mm. And they're the kind of ones I don't like. But I like these kind of like messed up like this and Saw. That's my kind of horror movie. Saw's a great movie, yeah. yeah. So you both you both had seen this movie though before we before we decided to do this review. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So it, as we're as we're doing these down the line, it will be you won't have seen some of them. Yeah. 
Um, and obviously, this is the original Purge movie we're talking about. So it's from 2013. The best thing for the listener would be if you've watched the movie recently. So it's fresh in your mind. But even if you hadn't, you'd still, I'm sure you'd still remember. And even if you haven't watched it, you might just enjoy us talking about it anyway. That's the dream. That's the dream. <laughs> People enjoying listening to us. That'd be great. <laughs> so this, like I said, it's from 2013 and it's written and directed by James DeMonico. He wrote all four of the Purge films and directed the first three. So it's all from his sick little mind. Weird and creepy, freaky guy. <laughs> is he small? Is he? <laughs> small. Know, he sounds like is that why? Is that why he's so angry? <laughs> <laughs> and my favorite thing about the whole movie is that it's only eighty-five minutes long. Yeah, yeah I like that. Great. I actually like that as well. Sometimes <laughs> they just drag it on, like. I think unless you're doing like a big epic like Lord of the Rings, an hour and a half is just just enough. Well, I mean, you're only shoving 12 hour of content into that time. So, you know, it's enough. Yeah. I actually much preferred uh, The Purge this time compared to the last time I've watched them. Yeah. I really didn't like the first time I watched it, but I actually enjoyed it more this time. I'm glad you agreed to do the podcast. <laughs> no, I actually enjoyed <laughs> it like this it. time. I genuinely, I did. I didn't mind that. So the the movie it opens up with like words on the screen like Star Wars but less yeah less likely to give you a headache <laughs> and it says America 2022 unemployment is at one percent climate is at an all time low violence barely exists with one exception so yeah it, it gives you a little bit of a a background on what's happening I suppose it's only in two years time as well which is a bit scary but realistic. So then we start the movie with some nice low tempo kind of classical music over CCTV footage of violence. Yeah. So it's like murders, shooting, uh, loads of fire everywhere. People are being kicked to death, and there's like just lines of dead bodies. Did you did you like that part of the film, lads? I thought it was deadly. <laughs> yeah, and what I noticed this time is they were all from uh, different states. It was just local CCTV from different states. Like, oh, I didn't notice that. Yeah. It said the state in it, did it? It said the state under the time, yeah. Oh, right. I might be wrong, but I think it actually said purge cast. Or purge cam, probably. Purge cam. Purge cast. That's us. <laughs> I didn't say purge cast. <laughs> That's us. They knew. <laughs> We're going to start a revolution with this purge cast. <laughs> purge revolution. So our main character is James Sandon, who's played by Ethan Hawke. I forgot it was Ethan Hawke as well. It was a nice surprise. To the what else have you seen him in? Training Day. I haven't seen it. Oh, boy. Real good. Mm. But we're not here to talk about that. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> we're not here to talk about that. So he's he's calling one of his customers. He's on the phone with the customer who to tell him that the problem with the system is being fixed. So straight away, we know that he's selling security systems and they can't have problems. And he drives into like this kind of gated community. So it's like a really nice place he lives. He's obviously very rich. He has blue flowers on the dashboard, and you can see that everyone's putting blue flowers out on their mm-hmm. um, on their lawns. And apparently, they put them out to to show their support for the purge. Yeah. So this March twenty first, are we all going to be putting out blue flowers on our lawns? <laughs> if I we have, have lawns, I don't have a lawn. <laughs> I wear a blue flower on my hair. That's that's beautiful. Yeah. I can't wait. And so we get the. We get something that's going to be like a really common occurrence in this. It is timestamp, 62 minutes until Purge. And we discussed this before, but 62 minutes before Purge, 
what would you be doing? Like, I'd already, like, I've thought about it. I'd already be in Canada or Mexico if I was living in the US or, like, somewhere else. I don't understand why people stay there. Like, I'd save all year to leave. It's only in America you get a flight away. You wouldn't stay in America for that day. Not a chance. Ever. Got to avoid it. So we meet our second, second most prominent character here, and it's Cersei Lannister. Um, I think she might have a name in the movie, but I'm going to call her Cersei. I noticed that, yeah. That's who it is. I noticed that. Yeah. Oh, man, I couldn't figure it out who it was. And I didn't like care oh, enough to look it up. <laughs> I immediately really wish she was going to be killed in the movie. Like, but she's actually quite like likeable person in the Yeah, she is actually. Yeah, she's, mm. she's more likeable in this than in Game of Thrones. I think, God. I think she's supposed to be, isn't she? You'd hope so. I actually don't think she puts a foot out of place in this movie, to be fair. You think she's the best? I think she is, yeah. Yeah, no, she probably is, to be fair. Mm. Right, so sixty-two minutes I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna pull you up on that one in a while. Um sixty-two minutes until the purge and Cersei Lancer is cooking dinner. Yeah, I know. This this is one of the things when I was watching it like Wow. The dinner? Why would you be having dinner? Like, why would you be just sitting? She's just started to cook dinner. She's like chopping vegetables. A man's gonna eat. Like, her husband's gone the way home from work. Madness. He fucking. Madness. He makes the security systems that are the safest in the world. The best. He fucking. Do you know? He hit the target. They're the best. We fucking know that from fucking dinner table. We wouldn't have known it if they weren't sitting down having dinner. But. And and another thing while she's cooking dinner is in the background. We have this a lot in this film as well. There's like a t- the TV's on, and a scientist is saying how important the purge is, and that it's to release aggression. So that's kind of that's what they're telling you that the purge is all about releasing aggression and kind of like purging yourself more than anything else of all your like bad feelings. Yeah, like we're animals, um, we need to fucking murder. So the daughter Zoe is up in the bedroom, bedroom shifting her boyfriend. Fucking bitch. He does this weird growling stuff. Did you? Oh yeah, yeah. Let's not that? say I love you. It's too cliche. Let's growl. Is my get in on the love? Is that important? <laughs> it's meant to be love banter, you know. I think it's supposed to be like, oh, 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 they have their thing. They really do care about each other, you know. They're making up things like she didn't meet him yesterday. Is what we're supposed to think. Like, do you think it's like slightly ag- aggressive though? Aggressive or progressive? Aggressive. That he's like, <laughs> let's growl at each other. It's a you know, kind of a violent thing. Yeah, maybe. Maybe he's holding back his want to purge as well. Like, I thought that he was. Um, I thought he was just trying to avoid saying "I love you." To be honest, that's what <laughs> I got. Yeah, that's exactly what I got from him as well. Well, it turns out he, he did love her. What's, <laughs> what's t- weird is they they said the word lockdown, which is like too soon. Yeah, please don't yeah. say that word. <laughs> so they when he's like climbing out the back window, they see a neighbor in the in the next garden, just like shape sharpening a blade, just casual yeah, as anything. Shetty. Yeah, nice big machete. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, so they they have this like big beautiful house, and next thing Cersei is outside in the lawn, and she's having this really intense interaction with one of her neighbors. Way too intense. Way. Too like intense. a neighbor comes over to me like yeah. that, and I'm just not chatting to them. I'm... If, yeah, that was uh, a bit obvious, but yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> well, you know she's a bad egg from the beginning, like yeah. The woman says, like, our security systems have paid for, like, the new extension to your house. Mm-hmm. Do you know? Which is it's a bit... Not a Shutter Island situation. <laughs> <laughs> well, Cersei was the queen all along. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So, and then they said, um, she said, what are you doing? Are you having a party? And the other one said, no, we're not. We're just going to watch some Purge events. But she's like, what, what do you think a Purge event is? Do you think there's like a... Yeah, I thought that, that was weird. Like Olympics. I was thinking like just a special edition of 8 out of 10 cats, maybe. Do you know? The, yeah, yeah. Tom and Jerry. 8 out of 10 cats does the Purge, yeah, yeah. Itching yeah. scratches. Jesus. Eight out of ten cats does the countdown to the purge. Yeah, yeah. Um, then we get a really creepy shot of Cersei back in the kitchen. Um, I've written the word murder can. Don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> and basically, it's a, it's like a fucked up radio control doll thing, like Sid from Toy Story would make. Oh yeah. And it's called Timmy. It is actually very like Toy Story thing. Though. It's yeah, it's identical. You might say. Uh, and so the boy, um, the creepy boy, is in his like little hidden compartment in the closet. Did you guys ever have one of those? His little fucking crawl space, no. Little hide hideaway. Actually I think I did in the back of the hot press, but never spent much time in there like kinda it's a bit hot, was it? But I used to sit in the hot press, yeah. And did you did you drive your creepy car around the house and spy no, on your brother or no? My fucking, okay. With my VR fucking glasses, no I did not no. Probably <laughs> sat in there playing my Game Boy. <laughs> Obviously, they, we've already seen that they're rich because of the car he drives, because they've mentioned it, because of the house they yeah, have. Yeah. Um, but the way I really knew they were rich is that they had two different bottles of Heinz ketchup in their fridge. Did you notice that? That's sick. I did not notice that. They had a, like, a glass bottle and a plastic bottle. So it was like, guess. they had a choice, <laughs> you know? And and what's even better is it was the only logo showing in the whole fridge was two Heinz ketchup logos. <laughs> My man believes if you ever show a bottle of ketchup, it shows you're poor. That's what my man believes. <laughs> <laughs> I used to always have the Sainsbury's basic ketchup, so what would she say about me? <laughs> um, yeah, so that's the, only, that's the only product placement I saw in the whole film. Did you guys see any other? No, I wasn't looking out for it, but I didn't see any. No, that's what I really fascinated. The machete, you don't know the machete, no? <laughs> it's Nike. It's like the tape. <laughs> Sponsorship from Heinz and Nike. So anyway, the, the creepy son creeps up on the mother from behind the fridge door. And this is when we find out his name's Charlie. But I have just written creepy boy for the rest of the rest of my notes here. Okay, that makes sense. What did you think of Charlie? Did you like him? I I was a little fucking creepy little fucking weird. I know it's creepy like. <laughs> okay, but surely in the next scene, you're not gonna think he's so creepy when he's taking his vitals at dinner. That's like just a totally normal thing to do. Yeah, but see, this fucking killed me. This fucking oh really? Like he's got a little notebook where he writes down his vitals. But he sees fucking stranger danger and he's just like, yeah, give me some of that. <laughs> like, you can't have that much, like, anxiety but and then just has, do something like that. I don't that believe that. There's no relevance to the movie, him taking his vitals, by the way. It's just it so does. you feel sorry for him. That's basically it. It has, it it has it a little up. relevance right at the end. Yeah. But it's not, it's not like, That's yeah, it's not big enough. Like, it's, yeah. just, it's just a little beep of a fucking watch and like, yeah. 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 I, won't give, I won't give it away. I won't give it away. So they had, um, <laughs> Yeah, in case someone's watching like five minutes and then listening to us. Yeah. <laughs> so they still had school on Purge Day, which again, I thought was fucked up. Just like stay home, lock up for the whole day. Don't it's be fucking insane, man. It's insane. Going to school, having your lunch, 
teacher's probably going to try and murder you tonight. Like, Do you think they have little purge parties like in school before going to home? Well, um, the creepy boy, uh, Charlie, he said he studied the history of the purge in history class. Yeah, the history of today, which is what, 12 years or something? Um, 2013, I think, is meant to be the first one. 13? 2014. I think 2014 was, the, was, was yeah. when the founding fathers took over, so I don't know if they had... The purge might have been like the next year or something. Uh-huh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so. so it's only about seven or eight years. Yeah, and um, I'm sure they aren't telling the real history of what's actually happening. They're telling you the kind of releasing aggression, <laughs> all that, all the propaganda. Yeah, brainwash, yeah. brainwash, brainwash. <laughs> so the the dad's happy that his division sold the most upgraded systems, which is nice for him. Yeah, he's um, happy. He wants to know about his kids there, but it felt very much so like he just wanted to know about the kids there, so he could fucking blabber about his own. Did you feel that? Yeah, yeah. Like, can I can I tell you what I said? Can I tell you about my dad? Yeah. Like fucking Jesus, chill out, Ian. I know it felt good for him. Fair play to him. No, I was proud of him. I was actually really proud of him. Was, to be yeah, rooting for him. Like, very much. But do you think do you think it's because he was selling them, or do you think it's because people really wanted them? Do you know, if you're selling a lot of bread, like are you great at selling bread, or do people just like bread? You know. <laughs> <laughs> well, if your bread's the best bread, you'll sell more. You know that's the thing. Mm. Papa yeah. Baker knows. Mm-hmm. Eat first refreshness. Mm. Um, so fresh, famous. We got to say it all. Looking <laughs> bright and early in the morning. No, um, brings the best to you. <laughs> the, the, the product placement for us this week is Brennan's. <laughs> My mother always said, "If you've bread, you're loaded." <laughs> <laughs> Why do I ketchup on bread? You're like... Ketchup on bread. You're like... You're middle class. <laughs> right, so, lads, it's five to seven. We look at the clock. And it's now time for lockdown. This annoyed the shit out of me. Unbelievable. Five to seven. And they're still right. eating dinner. Oh, it's time. Oh, yeah. no way. Oh, oh what really? If, what if... What if I'm fucking... <laughs> Son didn't notice the time on the clock, even though he was just looking at his fucking watch. That bugged me as well. <laughs> so, like, yeah. And so when they get into their little security room, they take some time to watch their neighbours on the camera first. So they don't even go straight in and lock up. So, like, two minutes must have passed. They show that they have guns. And you know this kind of the, the like, um, plot device of Chekhov's gun? Have you heard of that? What? No. So if you see... Uh, like in a play, if you see a, a gun hang, a, hang on top of the mantelpiece right. in the first act, by the, thir- by the third act, it needs to be fired. Uh-huh. Otherwise, it's a wasted plot device. So you kind of saw that earlier, actually, with the Vitals watch. Uh-huh. So I saw but... Chekhov's gun, and I was like, obviously, there's going to be some shooting at the end. But turns out, <laughs> there's just shooting the whole way through. So Yeah, yeah. Non-stop action like it was, non-stop action. It's the same if there's a, a cake in a wrestling ring. Like, someone has to get their face smashed up. <laughs> it happens every single time. <laughs> Did you notice um, his pin code on his alarm system? Was it 101308-80? Something like that. Um, what was I had it down. Did you actually remember that, or did you write it down? Uh, I thought you might fucking ask, so I was like, yeah, if there's going to be questions, <laughs> I'm going to be prepared. Kind of. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I think it was 101382-80. And what's the relevance? I, oh, I don't know. <laughs> but, but maybe his date of birth, like, I don't know. Yeah. Did you... Uh, uh, 13th uh, of October, 82? Um, I, I made a note of how slowly he typed it in as well. Yeah. 
because just after we did it, the emergency broadcast came on and the, that beautiful siren that we have at the start of the podcast. <laughs> I really want that to be my alarm, I think. Just make it your alarm, man. Like you told Tony the other day, like yeah. your free will, let's think about your business, mate. You can fucking mind it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so James says something interesting here. He tells the family not to worry because they can afford protection. So like he implies that there are definitely people in this world who can't afford it. Yeah. So not everyone lives in these in the in the futuristic year of twenty twenty two. Even though <laughs> unemployment's down, not everyone lives in these fancy houses with their security systems. So Charlie asked some awkward questions then about whether his parents would kill during the purge. Um, James said if they felt the need to, they would purge. And Cersei does not look so sure. Do you think James actually believed that? Or was he just, um, is he just because his whole job is about the purge that so he has to kind of support it? I don't know, because he kind of just gets into it, doesn't he? Do you think, do you think he's doing it because he thinks he has to, though? Because he feels pressured yeah. by society or his job? Yeah. Yeah, but I don't know why he says it to him, you know. like He says that this night saved the country. Yeah. And he's like, you don't remember what it was like, yeah. the crime and all this, yeah. So basically what's happened in the universe is in 2014, there was like a huge economic like recession, a really bad one, looks like. And these people called the New Founding Fathers took over. And one of their main things was to introduce the purge to make everything better. And it seems like everything is better apart from the one fucked up night of year. So um, Cersei's like looking at the cameras and the neighbourhood's all quiet. We kind of, we come back to these cameras quite a lot in the movie, don't we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're in Zoe's room and she's listening to tunes with her headphones. And I just made a note, hopefully they're not stuck in her head forever because that'd be bad. Um, <laughs> and then we get pretty much our only jump scare of the whole movie. Her boyfriend snuck in, um, snuck back into the house. So, like, you kind of get this, like, weird, eerie feeling off him. Like, did he come back in to kill her or to do something, like, awful? Yeah. So, what, what did you think at this point? Were you, were you thinking he's he's come in for a bit of um, bit of creepiness? The creepiness? Depends on what you call creepiness. If he's going for that. Just saying, like, just, you know, saying, like, where's my hug and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> How come everyone else gets a hug, Zoe? Like, yeah. Yeah. So James is doing paperwork any, anyway, and the news is on the background. So again, the TV's on. And someone is saying how he thinks that the purge is more about unburdening the economy from non-contributors. So obviously that's kind of explaining why unemployment's down. Because when it said at the start of the movie, I was thinking a bit like how, if fair enough, like people mightn't commit crimes the rest of the year. How is it making more people employed? Because mm-hmm. there's less people. Because there's just less less people who don't have jobs because they couldn't afford to protect their houses. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, it, it's kind kind of a solution. <laughs> uh, Cersei goes running on a treadmill. And I just said, like, it seems weird. seems like a weird thing to do during the purge. But That's exactly every, what I thought as well. Everything seems like a weird thing to do during the purge. Yeah, yeah it does, to be yeah. fair. But, yeah, some people are out there running for their lives. And she's just in her nice house running on a treadmill. Yeah, poetic. Yeah, I think. Um, the kind of the creepy, creepy uh, doll car thing drives around the house creeping, <laughs> and the the boyfriend said to Zoe that he actually came to see the father, which is a bit terrifying. Yeah, so that's he's, what you he's know, definitely here for some creepy stuff. Yeah, yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, but see, like 
when uh, when the mother mentions the father, you know, when they're in the kitchen, he's not like, you know, I hate that kid. Like he's a piece of shit. He's just like he's eighteen and he's not getting any younger. You know, he's yeah. like blase about. It. He doesn't give a shit really. He's just like she can't see him. Not like oh, oh. he's a piece of shit. Like I, I don't I don't know if they said it. How old is she supposed to be? I don't know if they did say it. I'm guessing. 14 or 15, is she? I have no idea, to be honest. Something like that, I imagine. I was guessing she was at least 16. Which, I mean, the actress was 23 at the time. Yeah, yeah. But I think, like, I think we're supposed to think that she's, like, 14 or 15 because of the school uniform and this kind of shit. You know, you're kind of pushed yeah. out the way to think is that she's... Is he only 18, is he? I thought he was meant to be older. Yeah. No, that's what he said. No, 18. Uh-huh. So, you know, I don't think the dad was particularly a prick to him, but you can sense that the kid's a bit of a prick himself. Like, Yeah, but the, that's it. The, the dad never actually seems like a prick at all, really. No, no. Mm-hmm. So Cersei here's got gunshots. So her and James go and check the cameras, but they see nothing out there. Uh, but when they walk walk away, we're left with the cameras, and we see, like, a man limping down the road. Mm-hmm. So we're to assume this is the villain of the piece. Um, the creepy car is driving around, and it was at this point I realised that um, the doll isn't on top of a car, it's on like a, a tank, which yeah, yeah. made it e- even creepier. <laughs> and so, yeah, the so the, the doll tank is in the in the camera room now, and he sees the man on the camera. And then we're, we cut back to James and Cersei's bedroom, where he's on like this, um, I don't know if this was an app back in 2013, but it's like Tinder for boats. What? See, he's like look, looking at pictures of boats and he's swiping left, swiping right. Ha. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so he says something interesting here where he said that 10 years ago they couldn't afford rent and now they're looking at boats. So 10 years ago was 2012. So that was only two years before all the kind of purge stuff happened and they were yeah. poor. So like that's kind of what maybe why he likes the purge so much because it's only because it exists that they became super rich in the last 10 years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's funny he was looking at boats. I never knew that. Because that's what I said in the, the episode we did about the purges. I said I'd get a boat and go out into the middle of a lake. So, as yeah. you said, he was looking at boats. I was like, oh, that's why he's looking at mm-hmm. <laughs> No, it's not. He's rich enough to have a house and a system. Yeah. But yeah, so it's just, it's interesting that they have like completely done well off purge and that's you can tell that's why the neighbors maybe don't like them so much because they've on they've been there a lot less than 10 years possibly only like four or five years yeah they're new money and that's why they're kind of a bit nicer as well yeah yeah they worked their way up they weren't handed anything like it seems so the guy the guy is outside begging for help on imdb they call him the bloody stranger which is like young bloody stranger <laughs> bloody strangers at the door right yeah so creepy boy lets him in opens up all the systems calls him into the house and then the bloody stranger runs in like indiana jones yeah yeah uh, the family see him james pulls out the gun and at the exact same time the boyfriend comes down the stairs and also pulls out a gun so suddenly we've gone from like this calm thing of like looking at boats running on treadmills to like there's two people in the house we didn't think were going to be in the house, and now all the guns are pulled. Um, I've written uh, lots of Chekhov's guns because they all <laughs> shoot at each other. <laughs> so they shoot each other. Zoe and the boyfriend run away, and it turns out James wasn't shot, so he's okay. 
but Zoe's just ran away with the with the crazy boyfriend. When all this was happening, the bloody strangers disappeared. Yeah. So Zoe's sad that Henry has been shot because teenagers are idiots. <laughs> this guy comes in and tries to kill your dad, and you're like, yeah, oh, no. It, oh, no. That's exactly what I was thinking as well when I was watching it. Um, yeah, shit's gone crazy all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah, so what we have in the house now is we have this unknown entity with a bloody stranger who we assume is probably bad. And then we have Henry, the boyfriend, was trying to kill the dad. And Zoe's gone missing now. So she's she's gone away. Because James comes into the room, finds Henry dead on the floor. And we see, it's interesting here, we see a kind of silhouette in the background. Walking past. And before it focuses in on it, he's gone. And we're like, because it is kind of a black silhouette, we're to assume it probably is the bloody stranger. But it's interesting that he he walks in, looks at him, and then walks past. So creepy Charlie looks on the camera. And sees people walking down the road firing guns. And they're in the creepy costumes. And these creepy costumes kind of become the like the trademark for the Purge. Mm-hmm, yeah. So this is our first exposure to them in the whole franchise. So 31 minutes in. They've got the kind of expressionless masks. They're really well dressed. And the women are wearing like Victorian kind of style dresses. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of stolen from uh, the Wicker Man. You ever seen the Wicker Man? No. They yeah, all dress right. creepy in that. It's very like that, yeah. Is it even the blazers and stuff? Or just the girls? Masks and like dressing up and done. Being uh-huh. weird like that. Like making something so fucking Not serious so, as no. murders. Kind of a sound yeah, dance. Like. If you watch the movie, it's a little yeah. different to that, but it's yeah, similar quite concept, similar, like, yeah. And so the guy at the door is the leader of them. He takes off his mask to speak to the family. And he looks even creepier without Yeah, the he does. Anything. That's the fucking thing. Yeah, his face is like almost the exact same looking. Mm-hmm. Looks like someone I know. <laughs> Do you want to shout him out or no? Yeah, shout out to uh <laughs> shout out to Luca there. Hey Luca <laughs> <laughs> Hi Luca <laughs> So he says that the blue flowers outside show that they support the purge. Yeah. So there's ones on the dashboard they've been put outside. And that the nice house implies that they're good people. He says that, that they're that just there to they're ready to violate annihilate and cleanse our souls he's he's quite poetic this guy isn't he yeah what he said is he's highly intelligent and highly educated so he's got a nice blazer as well he's got a lovely blazer and and nice weapons Mm -hmm. yeah cool nice deadly weapons so we find out something dodgy about the neighbors here again because he says that they've gone house to house to find out who let the man in and the neighbors just ride them straight out so um they're definitely not good neighbours. And uh, here's his time for a fun fact. The actru- the actress who plays Zoe is Australian and got her big break by appearing in Neighbours. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah. Zoe? The daughter. The daughter's name is Zoe, is it? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. She's actually like the only person this I've been calling by her real name, Tony. Creepy <laughs> 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 boy, boyfriend, Cersei. <laughs> So, yeah, these, these purgers outside the door are, like, really polite and eloquent. Um, they say that the bloody stranger is a dirty, homeless pig who had the audacity to fight back. So that kind of shows to us that maybe he's not so dangerous than the guy they let in. Yeah. You know? If he's only, he was only fighting back. They give an ultimatum saying that if they don't release him by the time their provisions come, 
that they're going to break into the house and kill the whole family as well. So did you think provisions were like sandwiches or what did you just come? I, I didn't know. I, I can't remember what I thought at the start, like when, when I first watched it. But I had forgotten what they were when I watched it now. And I, for some reason, I, I thought it was just a battering ram or something. And I was like, that's not going to work. And I saw that again. Mm. <laughs> yes, I was like, that's, it's not gonna work. Like, it's a fucking great system. It's exactly right, Tyler. But that has told me on the system be the greatest. That easy, like, but like it's it was incredibly easy, like. Mm. But yeah, so we find out here if he says this that the security system probably isn't that much good, that much use. Yeah. Um. He, another thing he says is we don't want to hurt you. We don't want to kill our own. So it's definitely some kind of like a mixture of um. Obviously, the fact that he's homeless and a pig. But there's a fact, it's definitely some racial... There's, I don't know why I laughed a pig. But there's definitely some racial stuff going on here as well. The fact that it's our own and they're all like rich white people and the guy they're after is a black guy. So there's yeah. definitely some like underlying kind of racial stuff there. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Was he definitely homeless, do you think? Or was the purger just saying that to make him feel like no one would miss him? He didn't look like particularly homeless. He didn't look very homeless, but then again, you don't have to look super homeless. Do you know, like yeah. it was hard to His tell. His clothes were ripped, but they were ripped and bloody, and he was bleeding yeah. and stuff like so. Yeah. Do you know he could have just been putting up a fight? Like. Yeah. So we don't know for sure whether he was homeless or they're just saying that to make it seem yeah. like yo he doesn't have a family, no one cares about him. Yeah. Um. So the purgers cut out the power then. That was a fucking dumb move, no? To cut out the power. I think it's the stupidest shit. Like. Why? Why? Because they would have been able to really watch what they were doing inside and figured out, like, are these yeah. fucking guys going to give him up? Are they actually trying to tie him up? Are they trying to get him out to us? Instead, they just, like, kind of glared through the windows, couldn't see shit. Like, yeah. I think it was super scared him anyway. Yeah, I think so, but I don't know. I just thought it was But could dumb. they see through the windows anyway? Surely that was just that one little slit that they could see through. Yeah. They were smashing windows, no? Before they took it. No, they weren't. That's a lie. That was after. <laughs> yeah, it's after. So the system apparently works 99% of the time that James tells the family. He said, it looks good. It's strong. People stay away. And I say false advertising. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. So it is literally just to put people off rather than to actually stop people it's, again. It looks good, but it doesn't fully work. Yeah. yeah. So then you, you kind of get it. They're like The whole security system thing is a bit of a con to just make you feel safe. Mm-hmm. And... Um, James knows that as well. Yeah. Do you know, so he's a bit of a con man. So he's kind of conned his way by like getting rich and getting onto this street. Yeah. So maybe another reason why you see like, so there, maybe there is a reason why these neighbors don't like him. They kind of, maybe they know. Yeah, they can see through him like. Yeah, but they still think they need it. To keep up appearances. Yeah. yeah. So James makes a plan and it's a shit plan. <laughs> he says they'll force the man outside. It's him or us. And that's, this wouldn't be a bonus episode from Would You Rather without a Would You Rather question. <laughs> would you rather send a stranger out to his death or let the purgers come in and kill you and your family? How do you know they're going to come in and kill you and your family? Exactly. They, like, they, don't, they don't have... Because they've said they are. No, yeah, they said, they said so... they'd come and they'd leave them and just give them the homeless. No, no. They said if they got inside, they'd kill them all. No, they said that, if you give us the, the homeless, that's the threat. If you give us the homeless and let him out to yeah. them, but if they have to come in, they're fucking yeah, 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 yeah. So would you rather like let him out to the death or let them let come them in. come in? 
So I you're like exactly James in this situation. Kind of feel like I just let him out. I just go, here you go, there you go. Sorry, bud. Mm. Uh, oh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Because, like, yeah, it's a bit of a fucking trolley one, isn't it? Like, yeah, it really yeah, is. Like, it's the. When I said if I couldn't, if I couldn't find them, like they couldn't, I just open the doors and go, okay, come on in, go find them. You can't find them. That was that's a fair shout, yeah. But they're purgers. They they probably would just turn on you. Do you know, he killed his mate. To be fair, he just shot his mate in the face. Yeah, but that was that wasn't at that time. That at the start, but at the start, you'd be like, okay, come on in. I can't find him. Yeah, my idiot fucking son. You can fucking kill him as well if you want. <laughs> Charlie, I'll tell you where he is. Yeah. <laughs> Creepy Charlie. <laughs> yeah. Shoot him in the face, please. So you're both. I won't. I won't ask this one on our Facebook page. But you're both <laughs> gonna send the stranger to his death happily. Not happily, like, don't get me wrong, I'm not delighted about it, but to be fair... I'll go back to running on my treadmill or eating my dinner. Family comes first, Mike. So, yeah, so you, you totally see where James is coming from. Then. Yeah. Yeah, good old yeah. James, classic James. <laughs> well, back to the back to the review. <laughs> so James goes looking for the bloody stranger with a gun and a torch. He does it kind of cool, doesn't he, Do you know? Holding the torture one hand and the gun with the other. Yeah, relaxing movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he'd done it before almost. Like, yeah. I can't imagine grabbing a gun and torturing. Cersei's doing the same thing in the kitchen and she does not look as confident. Nah. She's used to swords. Poison is a woman's weapon, you know? <laughs> so she can hear women outside, these kind of creepy women in their Victorian dresses, asking to send out the man and giggling. And this is when we get the kind of awesome, creepy montage. So Charlie's watching the monitors. Mm -hmm. And they're like people kissing with the masks on, which is very 2020. (laughs) Um, People like playing on the swing, holding big knives near the swing, frolicking around with knives. And then the creepiest part was actually just when the leader was smiling into the camera, I think. (laughs) Smoking. Yeah, it was pretty pretty cool, the whole scene. And so Charlie uses the tank doll to lead the man into his little hideout in the closet. So Charlie is still, after all this, he's still on the side of the bloody stranger. Yeah. So you you would definitely be giving up Charlie on the bloody stranger then. Pudding. Tell you where they are. Yeah, uh, I wouldn't need people outside to give up Charlie, to be honest with you. <laughs> so you can tell the bloody stranger, you can tell how fucked up a day he's having. Since when he sees the doll tank, he isn't even disgusted by it. You know, he's just like, okay, I'll follow you, whatever. Yeah. Follow this weirdness, this yeah. blinky old dolly thing. Um, James meets with the leaders of leader of the purgers again at the door. and says they're trying to find him, and that it was the son who let him in. And so this, like you referred to earlier, this other purger comes up and says, "Give us, the, give us the homeless piggy, fuck." <laughs> <laughs> um, so the leader shoots him and says, "I don't condone that sort of behavior." So I'm guessing he means the kind of rudeness because everything they're doing is so like polite. Yeah, yeah. Um, he said, he is my friend and you are not. So he's really unhinged, obviously. He could kill anyone. Yeah. I just have a question for you here, Tony. Yes. Do you think the leader has a cute smile? <laughs> a cute smile? Yeah. I think that's just his face. Is he a little cutie pie? No, he's not a cutie pie. Not a cutie pie. It's a real arrogant looking you. And remember now, you said earlier he's uh, just like one of your friends. <laughs> yeah, it's real arrogant looking. You listen to look at I just fucking found it weird as well how casually they pulled your man's dead body away from the door. Do you yeah, know? It's yeah. like, do you know, like, and also, why didn't they just leave him there? Do you know? 
It's also a good point, actually. Health and safety, mate. Yeah. You know, I know they're purging, but they still have to think about health and safety. Yeah, fair. So James goes into Charlie's room, and he finds the bloody stranger has has Zoe, and he's holding her at gunpoint. Mm-hmm. And it's important to note here that it's Henry's gun. It's not a gun he had already. Ah. He hasn't brought one into the house. I think I missed that bit. I think I missed that, like, fact. A bit before, um, just a minute before, there's always looking into the creepy doll camera, and she's telling Charlie that she has Henry's gun, and she's going to go into the... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Fuck, Jesus, yeah. Yeah, so the, the bloody stranger says he doesn't want to hurt any of them, but he is not dying tonight. And James says, you are dying tonight, but you can die like a man and go out and give yourself up. Uh, Cersei goes to shoot him, but she's too slow, because obviously, yeah, poison's a woman's weapon. We already learned that. Um, <laughs> Do it, Mary! <laughs> the way you said that cracked me up. Yeah. <laughs> what? Fuck <laughs> James and the bloody stranger, like, wrestle each other, and James managed to knock him out and accidentally shoots him in the stomach. So they tie him up. So here we are now at this point where everything's changed. These people who seem so nice and pleasant and posh at the start of the film have this guy tied up in a chair and um, Cersei has a little knife and she's like stabbing him in a wound. Do you notice James says press the knife, press the letter opener on his wound and it looks like Cersei is just shanking. (laughs) Yeah, I thought it was going to be the back, like the handle and then it's just full on stabbing him like. Yeah, so like this is is what they've come to. (sighs) Maybe she thought he ate their mail. (laughs) So Cersei obviously realizes what well, well, I had just realized a minute before. I'm not saying I'm smarter than her or anything, but um, so she says like, "Look what we're doing to him. This is so wrong." James is like, "Yeah," and he just continues stop taping him. <laughs> uh, to be fair, Mike, to say you saw that before her, you know she's got a lot going on. You were just fucking nicely sitting in your living room, feet up. She's fucking. <laughs> she's dealing with all this shit. Yeah. Like. <laughs> So James tells Zoe that they're going to get through the night and everything will be okay. And Zoe says, look at what you're doing. Nothing will ever be okay again. The bloody stranger kind of sees this and just says, oh, just take me outside and save your children. And then James realizes he can't do that. So it was clever reverse psychology from the bloody stranger. Genius. Uh, just just put me outside then if you want to. Oh, yeah. maybe now I don't want to know that you want me to, you know? Always works. No, I want to go Always. outside. No, you're not listening to me, James. I want to go outside. <laughs> <laughs> Jody's like um, save your children and James's like no I won't save my children no. <laughs> you save my children but I wonder was it what Zoe said or what the bloody stranger said that made him change his mind do you know if, if, if the bloody stranger had still said like let me go please would they have or I reckon uh, I reckon just the complete reverse psychology is exactly what he needs you know what I mean always so at this at this point the purgers uh, they've got the provisions it's not nice sandwiches. It's uh, chains that they're attaching to the doors and windows. James decides that they're going to fight. So the purgers get into the house and there's a lot of like tense walking around between the family and the purgers. You notice a couple of times the exact same guy kept like walking slowly behind Cersei instead of just killing her. Yeah, yeah. playing with her, isn't he? They were really getting sport out of it. like. Yeah. One of them grabs Charlie, but James shoots him. The leader of the purgers looks really creepily at a picture of Zoe. And I'm like, come on, man, you're definitely too old for her. Yeah, yeah. And you're not getting any younger. <laughs> he tells one of the lads to save her for him because she's exquisite. That's a, that's a word people don't use enough. Exquisite. Well, but too much when it comes to that. <laughs> yeah. You shouldn't be saying about an underage girl, but like... Definitely not. <laughs> uh, 
So there's a purger giving another one a piggyback. Yeah, that was fucking. Yeah, she's wearing a little piggy mask as well now. Oh, actually, I didn't notice the piggy mask. I, I just didn't notice it. I have a picture in my head that she was now. <laughs> the curly tail, is it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so James kills them in the pool room, and James kills like at least five purgers. Yeah, oh, that pool room. Them. I think that pool room scene was my favourite scene. Yeah, to be honest. probably actually. Who knew he had it in him? He uses all these different weapons. So he uses an axe, yeah, a pool ball, pinball machine, and like a couple of different guns. Yeah, the shotgun when he shoots the woman off the pool oh, table. Oh, the pool table was so good. good. She felt so funny. Like. Uh, I really like that he does. He does what a lot of people don't do in movies and stuff. He went around and shot them all afterwards. Just oh, that, exactly. Yeah, that, yeah. I think that's why I was thinking that's my favorite yeah. scene as well. Because that's exactly what you should do. Yeah. So it was all the ones he hadn't already shot, like the one he just smashed her head in the yeah. pinball machine. Yeah, and he did that because he didn't have the letter opener. <laughs> <laughs> he would have pressed it into their wounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But Mary, but there here. was a weird little moment when he when he looked at the girl he had shot that girl off the pool table. When he like looks at her yeah. and looks at her face, and he's kind of you think he's just trying to. He's re, you know, now they have a face like I felt like that was someone I should have known who it was. It kind of felt a bit like that. I think he was just looking because she was young, you're not that much older than his daughter. Yeah, 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 maybe that was it. Because we're to assume these people are probably like early 20s. Yeah, 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 even, yeah, even 1920. Yeah, yeah. Um, the leader stabs him, then comes out of nowhere, stabs him. Yeah, and he thanks James for this unforgettable purge. So even though, like, in that room, all his friends are dead, everyone he's come with nearly is dead. Yeah, he thinks that this was the best purge ever, nearly. Yeah, the purgers start tickling Cersei, which is like the fucking worst thing they did all all day. <laughs> <laughs> Bastards. But she's saved by the neighbors. So the neighbors have come in during all this, and they go around the house killing the rest of the purgers, which is like. Yay, they're saved. Um, mm. Do you never really think that, do you? Um, I definitely did the first time I watched it. No. 100%. Not that bitch at the start. Shutter Island did. Shutter Island did it. 100%. Definitely. It's, uh, because she's so fake. Like, it's, 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 you could just better acting than that. Like, obviously, they want you to know that. but Yeah. Yeah. Give us some credit. We're going to figure it out. Like, yeah. <laughs> or don't let us. Like, no. See, I just thought she was... Int- I th- I would have thought the first time I was watching it, it's an intense movie, everything's intense. You know? So people are being intense, it's just because they're scared, maybe. Even. Do you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe. So, Zoe shoots a leader, and the family are all together again, although James is bleeding a fucking lot. Um, Charlie checks his vitals, and they're fucked. <laughs> so, Chekhov's vitals have... <laughs> Comes back for a bit at the end, and it turns out his heart rate wasn't a bit too high like Charlie's earlier. <laughs> um, Cersei thanks the neighbors for helping them, and the neighbors are like, "Oh, we only helped, the, we only killed them so we could get you." Yeah, Grace is like, "Don't thank us too soon, Mary." <laughs> oh, you can't oh, stop, <laughs> rotten bitch. She needed that line. I, I wonder if she had that pre-written, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> obviously she did because of the movie, but you know what I mean? But like, um, the neighbours are pretty annoyed that James is dead because it was mostly him they wanted to kill. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But they'll settle for Mary and the children. Mm-hmm. Which is nice. It's good. I feel like naming that character Grace was part of it as well, you know? Because she had no grace. Yeah, and she wasn't merciful. and she was, You know, that kind of... It's the cunt. Mm-hmm. She's got a real annoying-looking face. Yeah. Mm. Well, you know annoying face, Grace? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So they tie up the family, and they're about to take turns stabbing them. 
working out the logistics of it. Um, when and I, I assume pretty much everyone saw this coming. Now <laughs> the bloody stranger comes out and saves them, so he kills at least one of them, and he kind of gets arrested at gunpoint and says, "Cersei, do you want me to kill the rest?" And she said, in her best Samuel L. Jackson voice, "We are gonna play the rest of this night out in motherfucking peace." <laughs> well, you know that's happened like seven times. Someone holding up a gun or something, and you're like, oh, they're about to be killed, and bang, shot in the back. <laughs> yeah. So um, Cersei is pretty cool at this stage, to be fair. She's she's a proper badass. After all that tickling she went through, she's that's to, when she brought it back for me. Together. Yeah. Yeah. So they then there's this really awkward scene where they sit in the they sit in the dining room together, all sitting around the dining room table. Yeah. It's like it's not far off seven a.m. And Cersei is throwing serious shade at the neighbors. <laughs> Fucking making things like, have you, have you had a nice purge night? Yeah. Have you? I didn't hear that. What? Yeah. What? Yeah. Excuse me, what? <laughs> one, so one of the neighbors, it's Grace. I kept saying one of the neighbors, but you, you've identified her as Grace. <laughs> tries to grab Cersei's gun. Cersei fucking smashes her nose in. Yeah, oh, that was amazing. Pretty great. Yeah. Oh yeah, uh, nine face Grace. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. Smashed face Grace. Yeah, smashed smash face Grace. But it's as sort of she's looking at her fucking dead husband and the children mourning him like. Yeah. So she definitely deserves that like. But like yeah, I mean literally, um, Grace is like at the last minute still trying to get the gun. Yeah. Even though the bloody stranger's there with a gun at her. It's like she didn't care. Like. Yeah, she clearly didn't have much of a brain now. In fairness, like. So the sirens go off. And Cersei just tells them all to sling their hooks. You know, she's like, just fucking, you're barred, mate. Get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> fuck out of my house. Right, I'll see you tomorrow for tennis, yeah? And that's it? Like, what, what did it do from there? Like, Well, you'd never live your life normal from that. So the bloody stranger puts on his gun and it goes to leave. So again, he's not even taking the gun with him. He has no interest in it. Yeah, that's true. And Cersei says, thank you. And they have, like, it's one of these things you nearly want them to hug, don't you? And, like, say... You know, will you come live with yeah. us now? Yeah, you know, that's exactly what I thought. Exactly. <laughs> like, please come come around every Christmas. You know, you can live with yeah, us. You're my new husband now. Well. I'm in the market for a new husband. Yeah. Back <laughs> well, maybe not that. Know, but like, yeah, it's like, yeah, no, yeah. No, they couldn't be friends or anything. No, he just bounces. Like, yeah. yeah. He says, good luck. Good luck. And so during the closing credits, there's different clips of all the news, kind of the news from the next day saying how it was the most successful purge yet. And people were like casually talking about their neighbors being taken out of their houses and executed. And um, there was a vigil in New York thanking people for their sacrifice. But the last person we hear from says that his two sons were killed last night and he isn't a proud American anymore. And this country has taken everything from him. So we see that even though most people see the purge as like totally normal, there is a minority who just aren't happy about it at all. You just wouldn't live there like you'd move away from America if that was the case. But that's the thing, you would, like... So you'd imagine... And that's the other thing. So you'd imagine, like, unemployment wouldn't be at 1% because anyone who can afford to leave America, do you know, they wouldn't be in that bracket, like... Yeah, but that's a weird thing. No one seems to leave it. Yeah. Um. So what's kind of sad, in all the movies, because the way the purge is now, in every movie, it's, like, completely different characters. In the TV series, it's mm. completely different characters. But we never hear what happens to them. Yeah. It was a happy ever after, you know? Not, but like, presumably they move away straight away. But to where? Like? Yeah. And, like, 
Well, not to that neighborhood. Yeah. Like, yeah, and how much money do they have then? Like, have they, did he have good life insurance? Yeah. Do you know, we literally never hear what happens from him again. Yeah. yeah. So, what did you guys think of the movie? I won't ask your rating yet, but did you enjoy it? I enjoyed it the second time around. Like I said, this time around when I watched it, I actually did enjoy it a lot more than I did um, the first time I watched it. Yeah. Like, I know I was kind of looking for stuff this time, but I noticed so much more this time than I did the first time. Yeah, I think... I think it is when you're um when you're watching it to review it, you actually get a lot more out of it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I think I enjoyed it more this time than any I've watched it two or three times before and I think I enjoyed it the most this time. So Liam, you've seen all four Purge movies, right? But not the T V show. Yeah. Yeah. And Tony, have you seen any of the other movies? No. So that's the only one you've seen, you think? Yeah. Alright, so everything's new for you from here on. Yeah, hundred percent. Okay, so um what was both your favourite part of the movie? What was your favourite scene? Well, you've already said Liam. Yeah, well, I think the pool room one was just for the yeah. amount of shit he killed them with. And when he finished them off, that was the fucking best. Yeah. Yeah, the pool room's probably one of mine as well. It's also very funny when Zoe hides under the bed and the guy never looks. <laughs> of all the one it's places funny. to hide under. He's like, he doesn't look under the bed. As I was watching, I was expecting, you know. Yeah, yeah that's the last place I'd hide under a fucking bed. like Under your bed. Like. Yeah. Um, my favorite part was the creepy montage on the security cameras. Yeah, everyone yeah, dancing like around that. and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So, who was your favorite character? Yeah, I think Mary. Grace. <laughs> I knew he fucking <laughs> said. I knew it. I fucking knew it. <laughs> but really, who was yours, Tony? Uh, yeah, probably Cersei's. Cersei, she's a good lad in this one. I think it was just at the end for me. Like, I, okay, she didn't really do anything stand out through the movie but she didn't do anything yeah. particularly like bitchy or she wasn't annoying really but then that fucking gun to the face like it's the best yeah in motherfucking peace <laughs> <laughs> my favourite character was the bloody stranger yeah yeah nice lad just trying to look out just look after himself like helped yeah. him out he saved the day in the end mm-hmm. he's just cool yeah. calm collected Cool cat. Yeah, he's my guy. Um, and who's who's the character you would most like to purge? Jesus, Charlie. Yeah, for definitely sure. Charlie. Free. <laughs> I'm only laughing. Reaction. <laughs> I'm only laughing because I literally written here, creepy Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought you were gonna pick one of the purgers. <laughs> I just want to watch. <laughs> <laughs> got a clean sweep for a little defenseless boy being perched. <laughs> he left his defenses down. I didn't. You know what I mean? Like he was completely safe. Yeah, I just opened his door. Yeah, password was different for disalarming it as it is alarming as well, which is annoying. And he knew it so quickly. <laughs> he has the override password. Yeah, it was probably his date of birth. <laughs> but then, did you notice that? Uh, James didn't have to type in the numbers again. He just pressed alarm and it went down straight away. Yeah. Oh, did he? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, maybe because it had been done recently. Maybe. Maybe, that's yeah. a, maybe. maybe it's plot flaw. <laughs> in this movie, I doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So um, this is probably, see, Tony, this is probably the actually kind of the classiest of all the Purge movies. Yeah. That we've just watched. They get a bit more action-y from here on out. It's a they're actually all fairly different to each other. Ah, okay. 
Yeah, like two and three are similar-ish, but like they're all pretty different. Um, so now it's the, the final question. What would you rate this film out of five bloody strangers? <laughs> Liam, what are you thinking? I would give it four bloody strangers. And Tony, how many bloody strangers would you give this film? I'm going to give it three and a half bloody strangers. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure which half yet. but <laughs> The second one. <laughs> I think I'm with Tony. I, I'm going to give it three and a half bloody strangers. Really? Because I think, yeah, I... I loved it. Like, I really loved it. Yeah. I know that I, I like the second film better. Oh, do you? Yeah, I wanted to give it a four, but it's it wasn't perfect, but it was really good. Like, I'd really recommend people to watch this. It's it's obviously, if you've listened to our whole review now, maybe wait a couple of years to watch it. Until <laughs> 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 you've forgotten all about this terrible memory. But um, it was just, like, really suspenseful, really thrilling. There's a bit of action. Loads yeah. of weirdness, good, like really good acting, and it was fucking quick. Yeah, that's the yeah, thing. That's was, the dream. Like, yeah. nice quick watch. Yeah, like do you know, it's what it's just like twenty minutes longer than an episode of fucking Peaky Blinders. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's fucking banging on. There you go. Oh, there you go. Love dead people done. That's it, and that's all we want. Do you know that's all you want, man? We got to see a bloody stranger. We got to see a creepy doll tank. Like what else? Yeah. Do you want? Fucking weird little creepy fucking Charlie. Creepy Charlie. Yeah. Grace face. <laughs> So, have you guys got anything anything to say about The Purge 2013? Um, Are you looking forward to the next one, Tony? Yeah, can't wait. I'm going to get on oh, my Purge mask. I'm going to get my Purge clothes. <laughs> Maybe even just have a bloody stranger in the house. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to watch The Purge, buddy. <laughs> okay, well... For you, for you listening at home, we hope you enjoyed it. Well, you might not be listening at home. It could be in the car, at work, uh, in the car on the way home from work. <laughs> but let us know if you enjoyed this episode. We're probably going to keep doing them anyway. Whether Regardless, you like yeah. No yeah, but, <laughs> but we definitely need to kind of do the mandatory, did you like it? Would you like to hear more of it? Yeah. Yeah, so let us know over on Would You Rather with Big Mike at gmail.com. I literally get like, I've gotten like two, two emails ever. So even if, <laughs> Just, just send something, you send know. Something. <laughs> Even a picture, picture of your holidays or bloody stranger. <laughs> Give me any creepy doll tank abominations you've made, or send us some. If we do have fans, send us some fan art. Yeah, 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 some, yeah nice. send us some fart. Yeah, fan art. Right. Well, it's been it's been a great podcast. So from me. Big Mike. Thanks. Bye. Thanks. Bye. See you now. Be safe.